Welcome to another episode of Global Market Insights brought to you by XM.com, where we provide meaningful and informative content about the events that affect market trends and shape global markets. This is the weekly outlook here at XM.com. Thanks for joining us today. I'm Christina Marujos, and with me is lead investment analyst Rafi Boyajian. We'll be having a look at the upcoming week. Now, the Easter celebrations are cutting the upcoming week short, but the agenda holds a few events that could draw the market's attention. The Reserve Bank of Australia, Rafi, meets on Tuesday. No change in policy is expected. However, it will most likely address the issue of higher yields. What do you think the central bank will signal, and how could that affect the Aussie? So, Christina, it was a quite a volatile month, especially at early March, end of February, and markets were really questioning the RBA's commitment to its QE program. In fact, many traders saw the RBA as a reluctant participant in the QE world. So, the RBA really took strong action in early March to try and basically get its message across to the markets that it's got no intention of withdrawing stimulus program early. So, what they did is they doubled their daily purchases of the 10-year. Australian government bond uh, and they also squeezed out short sellers of the three-year Australian government bond and this really managed to contain the fallout in the Australian government bond yields uh, and really sending the message to the markets that they're very serious about keeping the yields low and yields have been fairly steady since then so what we're probably going to see in the April statement is probably going to want to reassert that message and probably sound as damaged as possible but then that could possibly weigh on the Aussie because the Australian dollar has been under quite a bit of pressure lately because US Treasury yields have continued to climb, whereas Australian government bond yields uh, have been somewhat more muted in comparison. So if we were to see more dovish language from the RBA, that will definitely weigh on the Aussie. The rally in yields globally, though, is likely to be highlighted in the minutes by the Fed released on Wednesday. And it will be interesting to see how policymakers feel about that and whether they're considering taking some action soon. The Despite the dovish remarks we heard, do you think the minutes will reveal any apprehension about not taking any action? So Fed officials have been pretty consistent lately. In fact, we've had a lot of uh, speeches in the past couple of weeks, and they've all pretty much said the same thing, which is that they are not concerned about the rise in yields. They think that it's a sign by the markets of optimism for the U.S. economy, and they're not worried about inflation either. They think that if inflation does rise, which it probably will, that it will most likely be transitory, and they don't see a risk of a sustained rise in inflation. But at the same time, the Fed has said that they would be concerned if they were to see disorderly behavior in the bond markets. So when it comes to the minutes for the March meeting, the investors will probably want to see any details about what policymakers mean when they say disorderly. So for example, if they see that policymakers have already started to discuss uh, what kind of action they might take should financial conditions tighten more substantially, that would be quite negative for Treasury yields and in turn on the US. US dollar. However, there's also risk that perhaps the Fed isn't quite as relaxed about inflation as they've been letting on. So if some FOMC members suggest that they would be worried about spiking inflation, then that would have the opposite effect and we could see the dollar and yields both rising. Staying on the minutes front, the European Central Bank minutes are also out this week on Thursday to be exact. Could they reveal 
any new information on how the central bank is thinking of tackling the rally in yields? So when it comes to the ECB, unlike the Fed, they've actually been quite worried about this surge in government bond yields. In fact, they actually see it as unwarranted tightening of financial conditions, which is why what we saw back in March is that the ECB decided to accelerate its bond purchases in order to keep a lid on rising eurozone yields. And this has had the added benefit of uh, weakening the euro, which is good news for the ECB because there was another one of their concerns, the strong euro would be damaging to the eurozone economy. But although the decision to accelerate bond purchases was unanimous, it's not clear as to how on board everybody was as to making substantial intervention in the more bond markets, for example, to completely reverse the recent rise in yields or maybe to partially reverse the surge in yields. So there's some doubts as to what extent they would be willing to intervene in the bond markets to keep a lid on yields. So if investors do spot some differing views on this matter within the minutes, we could perhaps see euros on yields rising and that in turn would give a lift to the euro. And now turning to economic data, Canada reports its jobs numbers for March on Friday. Investors are anticipating a strong report. Therefore, how will the loonie perform? Well, it's been a bit of a turnaround for the loonie in March because the loonie had in fact started the year trailing behind its Aussie and Kiwi cousins. And then in March, the loonie in fact was the second best performing currency after the US dollar. Much of that has to do with the fact that the Bank of Canada has already started to reduce its balance sheet. So it has in effect started to withdraw some of its stimulus and we're likely to see more of that in the coming months. The recent data out of Canada has been fairly strong. In fact, the last jobs report was very strong. So this Friday's report, if that's also strong, then that would underscore Dulunin's advantage over its peers. And of course, it's not just about the domestic economy because the Looney is also benefiting to an extent to the optimism about the U.S. recovery because, of course, the U.S. is Canada's biggest trading partner by far. So a strong U.S. economy would also be positive for the Canadian dollar. Rafi, thank you for joining me today. This was the Weekly Outlook. Thanks for watching at XM.com. Thank you for listening to another episode of Global Market Insights brought to you by XM.com. For more in-depth technical and fundamental analysis, be sure to visit www.xm.com forward slash research.